Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. What's up, movie geeks? Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. My name is Justin Winters. I'm one of the hosts of the show. It's Fantasy Movie Draft Week, and it's a big one, guys. So we've been doing this 90s tournament for like months now. We're going year by year, and we have finally reached the semifinals. We're in hashtag draft madness now. March Madness is going on in basketball, but for Fantasy Movie Draft, we are here in the semifinals. So we have uh, four drafters in 1997, four drafters in 1998. Two drafters from each of those years would advance to our finals, 1999. That will happen uh, around the 1st of April. But first, we got to get started with 1997. So, a big year, obviously. Uh, and we have some great players uh, for 1997. I'll get started at the top because this is a huge one. Um, she goes by Chrissy. Drama Queen McQueen. My my better half is here. She she won nineteen ninety two one one of them one I think it was nineteen ninety one. Uh, Chrissy, how are you doing this evening? What's going on? I mean, you know, before you even called me drama <laughs> drama queen McQueen, I felt like you could have stopped at just Chrissy. I'm I'm like the Almarosa of this podcast. <laughs> you love to hate me, you root for me, and you love it when I fall on my face. <laughs> how dare you compare yourself to Almarosa? That is profane, Chris. Profane. So, uh, also we've we've had a bit of hard hardware issues tonight. So we are having to share a mic, which will be lots of fun. I can already see it. <laughs> we like that married couple that doesn't like touch very much. We just kind of exist. So we're so close to each other right now. I feel like we're twenty one and possibly dating again. Uh, so Chrissy, Chrissy's representing nineteen ninety one tonight. Chrissy, you're drinking. What are you drinking? Fire Rock Pale Ale. A Fire Rock Pale Ale from Kona Brewing Company. Looks good. How is it? It's okay. It's good. It reminds me of when I had a small baby and I drank beer because it was good for for nursing, but really I just wanted to drink beer and it was a good excuse. That's fine. I totally approve of that. So Thanks. good luck tonight, Chrissy. Our baby turned out okay. She's great. Uh, also great is uh, the second person in the draft order tonight. Chrissy's going first tonight, by the way. What? Uh, and the the guy in the two spot chose this draft order. He is all the way over in my home state of North Carolina. Gerald from Two Peas on a Pod. What is going on, sir? What's up, brother? I'm pumped, man. Thanks for having me here. Uh, Chrissy wasn't with us last time, so I'm excited to be with both you guys. <laughs> and uh, thanks for having me back, man. I'm pumped. I'm excited for many reasons to have Gerald on this podcast. Ooh, not, yeah, yeah. Not least, not <laughs> least of which is the minute, the minute I heard your voice, I'm like, oh, I know where that voice comes from. It's definitely got to be from North Carolina. I knew instantly. Uh, and also, you've got this uh, cool kind of, you know, low pitched radio drawl uh-huh. about you. So that's all good. And then, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, yes, I am in the deep south down here in North Carolina, and UNC plays Duke tomorrow evening. As a matter of fact. Ooh. So we're talking March Madness. So hey, it's it's going to be a good weekend. 
Nice. So, b- so by the time everyone listens to this, uh, you know, either I and Chrissy will be dead or Gerald will be, will be dead because this is <laughs> a cutthroat thing. Duke versus UNC, Tobacco Road, not many miles separating those two. Uh, That's right. Gerald, what are, you, what are you drinking this evening, sir? Uh, I have a Yoohoo. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also referred to as chocolate drink. <laughs> That's the best. That's the ABV on that, bro. That's a, that's right. Ah, <laughs> oh, they need some. Out- no, I. Uh, it's like twelve thirty a.m. where I am, and I have to be at work in like six hours. So I didn't think it'd be a good idea to partake in too much alcohol. This uh, evening, excuses, so. excuses, Gerald. Wise yeah, no, I know, I know. He's trying to keep his wits about. Gerald is. Um, he came from the year nineteen ninety two, uh, but yeah. he got second place that year because our first place winner couldn't make the couldn't make the date, couldn't make the time. He was a youngin' and he couldn't stay up late, but Gerald is is toughing it out for for nineteen ninety two. Yeah, here I am, man. I appreciate happy to be here. I brother. appreciate you being hey. here, sir. Uh, let's get to the, the the third spot here in the draft order again, chosen by Gerald. It's uh, the the silent assassin. She has the best record in fantasy movie draft <laughs> history with a, with a two and o two and o record. She's won both drafts. She's been on. It's Ow. it's it's my girl Hannah from Film Roast. Hannah, how you doing? What an intro. Um, I'm doing great. What an ego boost. <laughs> it was deserved. We build you up and then I tear you down <laughs> later, Hannah. That's how it's Dang gonna work. It. Uh, no, Hannah won uh, our '80s rom com draft, and then she also won the 1995 fantasy movie draft. Notoriously, so she's 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 tough. She's tough. I, I do not envy you guys against her. Chrissy, what do you think? I mean, I am excited to go up against her, to be honest with you, because she is so good at this that it's like if you do win, which I'm not saying I will, but if you do, it's like a deserved thing. And if you don't, you're like, well, I mean, I went up against the best. So what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Hannah, Hannah, it's it's a West Coast versus East Coast thing tonight. Hannah is on the best coast, the West Coast right now with yes. us. That's uh, correct. I heard you were drinking some tea. Did you make some tea, Hannah? What's going on? I did. Um, earlier, I tried one of those new Angry Orchard rosés. Um, How was that? It was actually really good. Uh, not not as sweet as the usual ones, which is always my issue with those. They have so much sugar in them. I mean, it's still got a ton of sugar in it. But uh, yeah, it's good to enjoy one. Can knock one of those back. <laughs> nice. I'm jelly. Nice. Get an angry orchard tonight. So... Hannah, welcome. Um, welcome to the Thanks, guys. the semifinals again. Uh, it's entirely possible with two people advancing from each of the brackets that we could have two females advancing and leaving the guys in the dust tonight. That's a possibility. So what? What? No power. What? Look at world. <laughs> so uh, in in the fourth spot, right behind Hannah tonight, uh, is another guy from North Cackalack. It's my it's our Podfix Network, bro, Wes. From Via VHS. What's going on, dude? Man, I'm so excited to be here. 1997, just phasing out the bowl cut. So I'm I'm ex- this is a good year for me. This is a good year for me. So I'm I'm really excited. Wes, I thought for a second you were confessing that you were just now phasing out the bowl cut. And I was like, listen, maybe we need to talk a little bit. I've considered bringing it back. Uh, I don't know how well it would go. I mean, the nineties are you coming should. back. You but should. Are. I just, I just hope that part maybe stays there. 
<laughs> in the 90s, but we'll see. We'll see. Oh, man. Another reason Wes is really excited tonight is because it's past midnight there, uh, and he's drinking coffee. So, Oh, yeah. <laughs> How's it going, Wes? Are you are you hyped up, dude? I'm, I'm all jacked up on uh, Mountain Dew. No, coffee. But I, I'm excited. You know, I have the pulling all-nighter. I got some movies to watch for the Via VHS. Uh uh, for a recording in the morning. So, uh, yeah, I need to get some, uh, some, uh, juice up in me, some, some coffee juice. So I'm excited. It's going to be good. <laughs> he's doing steroids over there. I thought maybe he was doing a coffee enema the way he said it. It's, it's, I need to it's get HGH. Juice up in me. <laughs> we need some, we need some wrestling, uh, uh, get, get, get like Ultimate Warrior on, on us or oh, Macho Man. Yeah. Well, you know, brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I get my coffee, I put the cream in it. Yeah. It rises to the top, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Uh, I love talking to Wes. That's great. That's great. Uh, it's great that Wes is also here because, uh, again, you guys are the four going up in the 1997 draft. I think Chrissy and both Wes requested this year ahead of time like oh i want 97 blah 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 right oh yes okay. oh yeah um but before we can talk about movies we have to do uh our thing where we take a step back or in in west and i's favorite movie of all time we we turn on the 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 time travel sounds the the delorean sounds chrissy you're you, you want to take a step back to 1997 let's do it okay let's 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 do it okay we we like to start with with some mood music. 1997. I was looking over the list, guys. The Billboard chart was popping. Like my favorite song was down at number 23, which was uh, "No Dig- No Diggity" by Blackstreet, which was a great yeah. song. By the way, how that how that is number 23 astounds me. But guys, okay, so this is the top five in 1997, guys. Uh, at the five spot, we got uh, Puff Daddy featuring Mace with "Can't Nobody Hold Me Down," classic. Uh, Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton is at number four. That was fun to sing in the car at the top of your lungs in eighth grade. Go on. Uh, Puff Daddy comes back with uh, Faith Evans in 112 with I'll Be Missing You at the, th- at the three spot. Very good. Mm-hmm. Big, 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 uh, exactly, poor enough. Big. Uh, at the two spot is one of Chrissy's favorites. She used to listen to this on airplanes when she was nervous. It is Foolish Games and You Were Meant for Me by Jewel. Chrissy? You're- I can't believe you remember that fact, first of all. <laughs> Holy crap, that was amazing. Chrissy, I'm married to you. I know, but that's such like a weird, random fact to remember. <laughs> and at number one on the Billboard charts in the year 1997, we have Something About the Way You Look Tonight slash Candle in the Wind, the 1997 version from Elton John, because this is the year that Princess Diana died. Sad. Remember, yeah, remember that? That was like the biggest song forever. Oh, yeah. Sadness, uh, but not sadness. Also in 1997. So here's here's the TV shows that started this year, guys. We got South Park, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, Daria, King of the Hill, Teletubbies. Chrissy started in 1997. Uh, he says that to me because I used to stay home from school and decide what will I watch: Teletubbies or adult programming, and it was often Teletubbies. The, the, the people's uh, the people's sexiest man alive that year was George Clooney, star of ER at the time. Um, Nothing changed. It was the bat nipples. That's what it was. <laughs> uh, George Lucas released the Star Wars special editions. Wes, I know you're a big fan of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that happened. <clears throat> the, the The first book in the award winning Harry Potter series. 
uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone came out in the UK. Obviously, the the our, ours didn't come out till the next year in '98. Um, virtual Pets were were really popular in '19. 19- did you have a virtual a Tamagotchi? Oh, of course, Tamagotchi. I did. Tamagotchi. Those are huge. Uh, the Lion King musical made its debut on Broadway. Tiger Woods became the the youngest winner of the Masters at 21 years old. Mike Tyson bit Evander Holyfield's ear off. Chrissy, do you remember that? <laughs> I mean, yes. I don't live under a rock. <laughs> uh, and, and we already, I eat your children's. <laughs> we already mentioned the, the saddest bit of news earlier. Uh, R.I.P. Biggie, Notorious B.I.G., shot and killed here in L.A. in 1997. But we're not here to talk about death, guys. We're here to talk about movies. Which give us life. Movies. Uh, but in particular, like I said, this is the semifinals, but it's the 1997 fantasy movie draft. No! Hey! What's this lying around shit? What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys stink. Sometimes you gotta say, what the fuck? Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. I want you to play dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the ribs. Don't let that bastard breathe. Concentrate, focus hard. Remember balance. Make cool fight. Keep your heads up. Play proud. Game over. Let's, let's talk in general, guys. I don't want to hear titles, but overall, as a year, as you were putting together your lists... What did you think of the overall um, uh, strength uh, of the films in this year? Deep. Yeah, I'll, uh, I, I disagree. I'll just say I, I, there was a handful that I was like, oh, man, these are awesome. And then there was like two thirds of my list is like they're just kind of mediocre. It wasn't an awesome, awesome year, mm-hmm. in my opinion. <laughs> Ooh, oh. Chris. Ooh. I have to disagree. I think well, yeah. Chrissy and Wes are in the same way. Chrissy's like going to explode. Go, Go Chris. on, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> it's even the bad movies in 1997 yes. are kind of good. N- not all of them, but there's a few bad movies that are just, I'm not going to name any, and w- I'm sure some of these will be picked. The movies objectively are bad, but they're just so fun to watch. They have high entertainment value. And when you look at 97, it's like that basketball team that doesn't have a whole lot of superstars, <laughs> but it's just depth. And they just got like great guys coming off the bench. That's 1997. It's just it's rolling deep. Uh, I was about to say before. I think he just got in trouble. But like J.R. Smith, like he's solid. You already, you always know he's he's there in the clutch for you. He's not going to be flashy, but I think there are a lot of uh, you know role players, and it's it's a deep bench here in 1997. You would agree, Chris? So very often with this movie draft, and also with the podcast as a whole. You guys know, I'm looking at a list of movies and I'm going, I don't know. I'm basically like the human version of the shrug emoji, just standing there going, I don't know. But (laughs) I don't know what happened. But in 1997, I saw pretty much everything and loved 75% of it. So I'm going through my list and I'm like, oh, yeah, yes. Oh, that one, too. And ooh, that wasn't a good movie, but heck, I loved it so much. It's going on the list anyway. So... I really do feel like I'm going backwards in time and I might be in my early high school years again and just really excited to do this. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, like I said, Gerald, he he chose the draft order tonight and he chose Chrissy to go first. Chrissy, are you excited about this news? Gerald is a gentleman and a scholar. Yeah, yeah. I uh, she's the first lady of movie geek, man. I gotta give her that. They gotta give her that number one pick, you know. Um. So 
obviously I'm not drafted tonight, guys, but I have a, a mock list next to me just so I can keep track with what you guys are picking. Um, but but l- let's get down to it. Chris, don't go away. Because it's, uh, it's time for round one. Oh, I'm not going anywhere. I'm plugging in that okay. computer. You, you got your list. You got your, your pin right yeah, there. Yeah, but I don't need to look down on this oh, one. Wait okay. a second, Chris. <laughs> Think about this. Do not do not be rash in your decision. This is the first pick of the entire 1997 draft. I'm I know aware. you've thought a lot about it. I know you've seen a psychic about it. You've... Are you done? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So go. there is a part of me that kind of wants to just be like, in your face, people who think I'm going to do the predictable thing. But But the reality of the situation is... I'm about to do the predictable thing. And my number one pick is, of course, Titanic. What? What? Shock. (laughs) I think you could have got that in in round two, maybe round three, Chris. I think it's a little high. High for you. Well, I mean, that's fine. That would have been mine. I'm just going to go... Thank you. I'm just going to go with the fact that it was the highest grossing movie, not only of the year, but in fact, at that point in time, of all time, and was nominated for 14 Academy Awards, won 11 of them, and still remains tied with All About Eve as the most uh, Oscar-winning movie of all time. Suck so, it, La La yes. Land. Suck it, La La Land. And you too, <laughs> Justin. It's going in the number one slot. Uh if I mean, it's hard not to know this because Chrissy mentions this movie every single episode, but she is kind of obsessed with Titanic, guys. No, I'm not. I just she, love it a lot. she had a seance box growing up. Not a seance box. She, she had her 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 entire her entire room was covered with Leonardo DiCaprio posters, which she made out with. Naturally, right? Well, no, I didn't make out with them. We all did. We all did, brother. Joe's like same, same. See. Um, and and Chrissy is also in the camp of thinking that there was definitely enough room on that piece of wood for both of them, right? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, of course. So I didn't. I don't care it. what James Cameron thinks. No, I know that. I didn't. He's an old man now. He's I, getting sin I love know. that you know everything I'm about to say. No, it, until MythBusters proved it, I was like, mm, reasonable doubt. But MythBusters proved that it was possible. However, they said that they both would have froze Definitely. to death. Yes, he could have fit, but they both would have froze to death because it would have immersed them in the water just enough that they would have both died. But for love, whatever. So you die together. Um, there you go, Titanic. Predictably, Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> oh, I mean, another Leo movie. Oh but my yes. God. Don't don't mention that movie. Let's talk about that. This is not the Leo draft, Chrissy. <laughs> this is the '96 draft. The Leo draft that Dude. I won, by the way. You remember that? That was a great times. You, uh, Gerald, you got the second pick uh, here in the 1997 draft as I write Titanic on the board for Chrissy. <laughs> uh, what is going to be your first pick? All right, guys. Um, okay, so let's get it going here. So I wanted to give Chrissy the first pick. I thought to myself that if she did not, for whatever reason, take Titanic, which would have shocked me and the rest of the world, I would have taken it in the spot. So I was comfortable with that. <laughs> Yikes. But I'm, but I'm glad that I'm getting my favorite movie to come out of this year, and it's also one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. I had to put myself second to make sure I get it because I'm afraid it would have gotten scooped up before I could get to the next round. So I'm going to take Goodwill Hunting. Ooh. A very good choice. Uh, mm. Explain, as, uh, Gerald. Well, if for no other reason, Robin Williams, uh, RIP, but he is 
it's his best performance in my opinion. Obviously, he won the Oscar for that, and maybe with Dead Poet Society, perhaps. But it, it's up there, definitely one of the best performances that he ever did in his career. And when you get Matt Damon and Ben Affleck together, I feel like there's magic. When they split off and do Batman and all this other crap that they're not together, it's not quite as as magical. Um, there's some gems in there, but when you get those two guys together, I feel like it's magical. And obviously, they wrote this, and it's kind of when they both made a name for themselves. It takes place in South Boston. My dad was from Worcester, Mass., so Ooh, have a little connection. There you go. Yeah. Have a little connection to that area as well. But yeah, I just, I, I remember I just fell in love with this movie immediately. Gus Van Sant directing and just an awesome flick man to this day. It stands the test of time. I really like that movie. So I had to make sure I get it. So when I saw the draft order, I was like, Chrissy's going to take Titanic. I'll get my goodwill hunting. Life is good. All so that's what I did. the universe. And thank you for that. And also, by the way, I love that you had go- Goodwill Hunting because you were a mensch in giving me that first position. And Goodwill Hunting is a fantastic movie and a great first choice. And I applaud you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Mm. Everybody, round, round one yeah. worthy. What do you think, Hannah? Yep. Absolutely. Good. I, I, I saw this. Uh, Goodwill Hunting seems like another one of those movies that's always on. Uh, basic cable or something and uh, recently saw it and it's one of those that's kind of hard to watch with Rob Williams in it because he's so so good in it and he's oh, yeah. and it's so like some of the scenes are already sad and like makes you doubly sad because he was so brilliant and he's not around anymore so uh, gr- just amazing great the scene I mean, with his uh, the one where they're sitting by like the, the lake or whatever that's a great that's one of my favorite scenes of the two of them I look at you I don't see an intelligent confident man I see a cocky, scared, shitless kid. But you're a genius, Will. No one denies that. No one could possibly understand the depths of you. But you presume to know everything about me because you saw a painting of mine. You ripped my fucking life apart. You're an orphan, right? Do you think I'd know the first thing about how hard your life has been, how you feel, who you are, because I read Oliver Twist? Does that encapsulate you? Personally, I don't give a shit about all that, because you know what? I can't learn anything from you. I can't read in some fucking book. Unless you want to talk about you, who you are. And I'm fascinated. I'm in. But you don't want to do that, do you, sport? You're terrified of what you might say. You move, chief. Yeah, I'll say I'll say that performance, and like I said, Dead Poet Society, and even the genie in Aladdin. Those are probably his three favorite of of mine personally. Just. Such a great talent, you know. You you North Carolina boys will appreciate this. When I was in orientation, I went to UNC Chapel Hill. Uh, when I was in orientation to go into my freshman year there on the campus, they were filming Patch Adams uh, on the uh, on mm-hmm. on the campus oh, there at man. Chapel Hill, and they had that. they had the gigantic legs coming out of one of the the the, the academic building <laughs> because it was like the gyno, like the the gyno building in the movie. 
And, oh, uh, man. Wait, wait. The gyno building? <laughs> you remember when the huge legs were coming out of the building uh, in, in Patch Adams? Oh, yes. <laughs> Imagine not knowing what that was. At, <laughs> I was like, what is this? <laughs> I'm in orientation for Chapel Hill. I'm like, damn, this place is cooler than I thought. You can walk into the vagina. Um, but I was about to say, so I'm in orientation. And one night I'm going to Franklin Street to get some subway. And I see this guy like, like walking towards me. And I'm like, oh, my God. And it was, it was him. And like, <laughs> I don't know about you. We talked about this. I'm not cool around celebrities at all. So I was just like, <laughs> Hey, go to Subway. He's like, Hey, you have blah, blah. And like, I just probably like froze up and like said, I love you. Thanks. Bye bye. And just like ran away or something. He's so, he was, he was amazing. So great pig, great pig, Gerald. Goodwill hunting off, Thanks, off the board, which means Hannah. You've got your first pick of the draft coming up. What's your choice? All right. Um, I definitely had Titanic and Goodwill Hunting in my one and two. So uh, no no shocker, shockers there. Um, this one I could have gone in a few different directions, but I'm going with a cult classic, action-adventure sci-fi, amazing movie, The Fifth Element. Ooh. Wow. First rounder, eh? First rounder. Okay. You, whoa. I, 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 I'm thinking it's a little high. That's a divisive movie, Hannah. Why'd you pick it round one? I feel like it's pretty well recognized in the... I mean, there's there's definitely like higher ranked films in 97, but I think this one is one that if people will see it when they're voting, they'll appreciate it or they won't. So I feel like going... Going number one with it is a strong. It's kind of risky, but I feel like it'll it'll pay off in the end. Whoa! What do you what do, what do you North Carolina boys think? Uh, I <laughs> go ahead, Wes. <laughs> it, I, it definitely has a lot of love. I really can't argue with you know your sentiment on that. I mean, it, people it has gained so much popularity that when you put it in the context of 1997 and you look at the box office and what it was then. Yeah, it's probably not a good pick, but where how people feel about it now, I mean, I, I, I feel I feel pretty good about yeah, it. Yeah, I think that the fact that it is a cult classic now, I think in the late '90s and really up until five years ago, people were kind of hated on it pretty hard. So it's a, like you said, Justin, it's a divisive pick for the first round, but it is a cult classic too, and has a strong following. So she could be onto something there. Chrissy, do you remember this when we watched this one for the podcast a long time ago? Fifth Element. I do, and. If there's one thing Hannah's good at, it's knowing her audience. So I will say this. There is something to be said for picking something that I myself didn't even have on my list. I knew it came out, but I'm like, that's fine. Cool. One less thing for me to fight over. For I don't think you remember what it was. I Tell do. me what Fifth Element, who was in it? Um, The, the girl who, uh, it's not Uma Thurman. What's her name? She's she's tall and lanky and thin, and she's <laughs> wearing the space costume. Space costume. <laughs> what's her name? <laughs> that's, all yeah. that's all you remember? No, and Bruce Willis was in it, too. Okay. Yeah, Mil- Mila, Mila Jovovich. Thank you. See, I would never remember that name. Lilu. But, but I do know I have a friend who is as obsessed with that movie as I am with Titanic. Maybe slightly less, but close. There's no one obsessed with any movie as much Hence, as you're obsessed with Titanic. Maybe slightly less, but close. So that's what I mean. It, it, you, she's got a point. Like, this is a movie that if you love it, you love it. And you're going to go for it. I, I think Hannah might have lost, uh, who is it? 
Paul from the Countdowns uh, vote. I, I think he's the one that Toys hates this movie. I like. I, yeah, he does hate. I, he does hate it because of Chris Tucker. I think I like Fifth Element. It, it, it's it, it's weird. <laughs> it's it's one of those weird. Gary Oldman, just Gary Oldman alone for this movie is a reason for 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 some love. He's so fucking weird and great in this movie, and uh, I don't mind Chris Tucker. He's he's. I mean he's. He's he's that's his character in this movie. He's he's two eleven. So uh, I think it's a good pick, Hannah. Maybe a little high. We'll see. Again, you're the silent assassin, two and zero. I'm not going to doubt you at this point. But Wes, you got your first pick. We're at the end of round one. What are you going to go with, man? Ooh, I, I'm I'm glad I got the four spot because it was difficult to decide the direction I was going to go with this draft. Was I going to go for the the kind of the Oscar films, which this year, this is a year where the Oscar films are kind of like also have like a popular appeal to them. Um, but I don't think this draft would be, I don't think it would be a very good draft if I didn't take Men in Black in the first round. What? Here come the Men in Black. I mean, the movie, granted, when I was, you know, I was 12, 97, so I loved it then, obviously, but I watched it again recently. It still holds up really, really well. The, the, you know, the CGI still looks pretty decent for, you know, a 1997 movie. Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith, the chemistry is hilarious. The stoic Tommy Lee Jones, the charismatic Will Smith. It just works, you know, and then you got the, the music video with it. It's, it makes me feel very, it's a nostalgic pick, but, I think it belongs in the first round. Get, I do love that movie. I'm going to get thoughts real quick, but beforehand, I've heard Wes talk about this movie before. You've got an Edgar impression. Wes, go. Do it. Oh, yeah, the guy, the, the Edgar? guy with the suit. The, uh... Water. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Sugar. Water. Vincent D'Onofrio is my favorite part of that movie by far. So, oh, yeah. uh, what is everyone? Chrissy, you're rolling your eyes. Were we, you rolling eyes at this pick? Because the, I like the first movie, and so it is a good choice for 1997. And, and, you know, of course it deserves to be on here. And it was on my list, too. It just, I don't know. I can't help but think of it in a canon. And then the subsequent movies that followed after the original Men in Black were just reduced by at least 50% in terms of their greatness. And so I, I can't help but look back on the whole Men in Black series and just kind of shake my head a little bit. What mm. there two was horrible. Did everyone hear they're Garbage. rebooting it? And the word on the street is they want your boy Chris Hemsworth for it. Chris, what do you think about that? My boy is Chris Pine. Oh, that's right. What is it, Hannah? What do you think about Chris Hemsworth in Men in Black? Uh, he's. I mean, he's proven <laughs> he can do comedy now, so he's got great comedic timing with Thor Ragnarok. I didn't think he was all that great in Ghostbusters. Um. But I thought he was the best thing about Ghostbusters. Seriously. <laughs> that's green. fair. I mean, that's not saying a whole lot about that movie. Um, but yeah, agreed. <laughs> oh, man. If he if he hadn't have done Thor, which Thor Ragnarok was in my top 10 of last year. I love that movie. If he hadn't have done Thor, I thought he would have been like a good um, uh, He-Man in Masters of the Universe. <laughs> yeah, that's true. God yeah, knows they need, they need a good He-Man because they've been working on that forever. So... Men in Black off the board, Wes, for you, which means it's time for round two, guys. Wes gets another pick here at the top of round two because we're going in a serpentine manner of drafting. Wes, what is your round two pick? 
Oh, gosh, there's three movies that are right there that I, I want all three of them. Um, so it's incredibly difficult. Um, whew, I feel like I can get two of them later on. So I'm, I'm going to go with another uh, film starring Gary Oldman alongside Harrison Ford. I'm going Air Force One. You've, you've got a huge boner yeah. for this movie, Wes. What, wh- why Air yes, Force One? <laughs> it's, it's Die Hard on a Plane. It's ridiculous, but it's just the premise itself. You walk into a boardroom and you're like, uh, hey, so listen, I got this movie I want to pitch to you. Okay, tell me what it is. Okay, Air Force One gets taken over. Oh, I'm sold. Yeah, but you haven't heard everything yet. Harrison Ford is the friggin' president. Okay. And then you throw Gary Oldman in there. It's, it's, it's great. It's great. I mean, it's cheesy. It's ridiculous. There's some parts in this film that are absurd and I hate, but, um, Harrison Ford is such a great, he might be my favorite movie president other than Morgan Freeman. But, uh, yeah, I love air force one did it on the second episode of via VHS. So always been one of my favorites. I had to take it or early or I wasn't true to myself. Yeah. I love that movie too. Um, it's definitely like one of those guilty pleasure kind of like action movies. And, um, I had it on my list. I probably would have tried to hold out till like round four or five, but, um, I do love that movie very much. It's it's lower on my mock list, Chris. What 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 are your thoughts on Air Force One? Good movie wasn't on my list. I always 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 think of when Harrison Ford says, "Get off my plane." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> iconic, right? And he's kind of like the OG, "Get off my lawn," and now it's this new you know thing. Get off my plane. Yeah. But honestly, it is a good movie. Uh, I respect anybody who would put it on their list. It's not on mine. And and that's okay though. I'm I'm comfortable with that. Hannah, um, it is on my list. It was pretty far down, but you know, again, like this is one that I didn't watch a whole lot growing up. Um, to be fair, in 1997, I was six, so um, didn't have a lot of time for Air Force <laughs> One. But <laughs> oh, <we've>, baby, <laughs> we, we forgot to do our our preface. We always oh, do with God. Hannah is like Hannah is really young, guys. So. <laughs> forget that because she's really good at this but oh my god you baby (laughs) notoriously she won the 80s rom-com draft and she wasn't born till the 90s so that was kind of embarrassing for everyone collectively um so uh um i i expect that from you wes i know you love air force one um I think it's a good pick, sir. I, I think a lot of people lo- love that movie. Uh, Harrison Ford, great in it as well. So, uh, especially at the time, we're, we're looking for some positive uh, presidential figures. And I know one, at one point he Trump even said something about Air Force One, and Harrison yeah. Ford. Harrison Ford was actually like, get off, get off he, my movie, like shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, um, when Trump won the inauguration, so the night that he won and. Hillary called and conceded. He walked out to the Air Force One oh, theme. What? Of course he did. Of course yeah. he did. Yeah, he did. I was writing an article about it a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, I, I read something about that. That's not true. And I looked it up. He did. He definitely walked out to was the Air the- Force One theme. So he loves he, those he Russians. Loves he loves those Russians, oh, well. man. So true. He, true. <laughs> uh, he probably he probably ran for president because he saw that movie. <laughs> He's like, maybe I maybe I can live this. You know? I could do that. 
No one's going to take my plane. I would have ran into the building. I would have run after the shooters. Yeah, fuck. Of course, yeah, sure. He was weak for not running the plane and the shooters. I'm not weak. I'm strong. I'm the best. Oh, man. So there you go. First first pick in round two, Air Force One, which means, Hannah, you got your second pick here after the fifth element in round one. What are you going with? Well, first off, like this is definitely the first time drafting that I've had a I, what I feel like is a completely different list from everybody, um, which is interesting. Mm. So, and I think Wes said earlier, like there is a divide between the movies that are really good, um, according to the Academy, and then there's movies that we all just know and love. And so I'm torn, but I'm going to go with um, early Paul Thomas Anderson. And go with Mock Wahlberg and uh, pick Boogie Nights. Dirk, Dirk Diggler, baby. Yep. My number one pick, Hannah, off the board. And would have been my number two pick. Nice job, Hannah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yep. So, what can you tell? What can you tell us about Boogie Nights, Hannah? Um, that it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have more than that. And to be honest, like if I'm being full disclosure, I've only seen like I think I've only seen it once. Um, I think Justin actually we discussed very lightly of me doing a, a tweet about this movie. <laughs> And um, we did discuss showgirls that I need to do a live tweet of, apparently still. But um, Boogie Nights was also on my list, so I've been meaning to give it a rewatch. So, so Boogie Nights is one of my favorite movies of all time, and it's one of those movies that I always bring up to Chrissy. Like, have you seen Boogie Nights? Have you seen Boogie Nights, Chrissy? In pieces, and I'm pretty sure I actually did see most of it at one point. But because, like anything, I have the memory of an old 1997 computer. <laughs> it gets wiped pretty quickly when we need to free up space. So I need to see it again. Uh, what do you guys? What do you North Carolina boys think about this pick? Well, I just had a couple things I wanted to say. I mean, I love this movie. This is one of my favorite movies to come out of the 90s. It would have been my next pick, so she just scooped it up from me. Uh, which So obviously I agree with the pick. But there's one scene in that movie that st- has stuck with me for whatever it is, 20 years. It's one of my favorite movie, or scenes from any movie. If you guys remember the shot with William H. Macy when he catches his wife yes. uh, you know, cheating on him again because she does it throughout the movie. She's very, uh, you know, always cheating on him and screwing other guys and everything. And he just kind of walks out of the room very calmly, goes out to the car, grabs his pistol, walks all the way back in through the New Year's Eve party, um, kills both of them and then kills himself. And that ends the 70s and starts what really is like the second act of that movie, which is a very dark, uh, like it's a very light and dark movie. Mm-hmm. And up until that point, it was very peppy and very happy and everybody's snorting cocaine and having a great time and and after that scene, it just the, the movie changed. It's almost like it was two different movies. But that scene was very powerful, and it was one shot too, which was 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 really yeah, good. one long take. Oh, such a good movie! Such a good movie. At, at the time, I think I've told Chrissy this. Uh, my and I will use this in quotation. Godfather uh, lived out. Ha- I lived in North Carolina. He lived out here in L.A., but he worked in the porn industry. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> I I uh, I remember seeing this movie and thinking like, oh man, that's like his life. I need to go visit him. This is crazy. <laughs> uh, I need to go. To, I need to go to the next pool party. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, Chrissy knows I love Marky Mark. Oh, hey guys! Do you remember how earlier I got Justin? a big dick? What? It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. Please tell me that uh, that's what you say when you meet him in real life since you're super awkward around celebrities, as you noted earlier. So when you see me say, hey, Marky Mark, I have a really big dick. Just say it just like that. I'm talking about his character in the movie, Chrissy, if you would have seen the sure movie. Sure you were. <laughs> you were doing a Dirk Diggler reference. Love love Boogie Nights. I think it's a great round two pick. Like I said, it was at the top of my, my board myself, Agreed. so... Um, there you go. Gerald, you got your second pick of the draft. You got Good Will Hunting. What are you going with next? Thanks, man. Yeah, good pick, Hannah. Like I said, that would have been my pick right now, but now I have a little bit of a conundrum because I have two that are pretty much tied in my heart. I love both of them the same. If I went into my cabinet right now, I could grab either one of these Blu-rays and watch them uh, with no hesitation. So what I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to go with the filmmaker whose catalog I enjoy the most and is probably my favorite filmmaker, period. And that's Quentin Tarantino. I'm going to pick Jack Jackie Brown as my next pick. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Okay. W- why Jackie Brown, Gerald? Well, I mean, the short answer is Quentin Tarantino. Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of have a love affair with him. I love him. Anything he does, I feel like anything he touches turns to gold. You know, we just got the news about his new flick that's going to be surrounding Sharon Tate and Charlie Manson with Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Chrissy are going to be in that. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. but, Maybe Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah, too. I heard that as well. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, anytime, anytime Quentin Tarantino does anything, I love it. And, you know, this was a throwback to the 60s and 70s. You got Pam Greer kind of almost kind of in a way reviving her Foxy Brown role, <laughs> even though that's, you know, kind of what it, not what it was, but. It was just very kind of cool and hip, and Samuel Jackson's awesome in it, and I love Pam Greer. I mean, just revitalized her career um, that she hadn't done anything in probably 15 years at that point when this came out. Um, but I just, I just love Quentin Tarantino, and I know it's not his best movie. It does have like an 86 or seven on Rotten Tomatoes. The critics loved it. Uh, it was well received. Um, it's probably my fourth or fifth favorite movie of his in his catalog. But it's the only one he put out in 97, so I had to put Quentin on the list. So that's more or less why I picked it. Um, this is on our watch list for our podcast. Chrissy has never seen it. But this is one of those movies. I don't know if you have you guys have these. I remember going to see it with a group of people. And I remember this was the one that came out in his lineup after Pulp Fiction. So I, right. I remember coming out of this movie and like most of the people did not like it. And I was like only right. one, only one of the ones that did like it. And I remember fighting with people about it. So I mm-hmm. think it's one of those movies that had a lot of expectations behind it. And some people just like thought it was going to be another Pulp Fiction. And it's definitely not. It's definitely a different yeah. type of movie. But uh, I, agree. I thought it's great. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you can't follow up Pulp Fiction. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, you can't. I mean, there, there's no way. And you're right. The expectations were kind of unrealistic in that way. And I think, I think really his whole career, he's been trying to match Pulp Fiction. In my opinion, he has. He's done some some masterpieces since then. And Glorious Bastards was phenomenal. Agreed. Um, but you know, you're not going. to... I mean, Pulp Fiction is going to be his movie, right? That's always going to be number one. Um, and people just kind of. Like you said, they expected another Pulp Fiction, and that's not what this was. But if you look at it for what it is, and you don't compare it to other movies in his catalog, from for the two hours, it's a great film. 
Hannah, have you seen Jackie Brown? Yeah, um, actually, the first Tarantino movie I saw was Kill Bill, and I remember just being like so amazed by it. And I went to, I think Netflix at the time only had like a handful of his films, and so I watched Jackie Brown and I watched Four Rooms, and um, just love both of them. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like I love Tarantino so much. Robert Forster in that movie is amazing. He's great. So, um, Pam, Pam Greer is uh, from uh, Winston. Hell Salem, yeah. Carolina, yeah, I believe that's right. Cigarette, yeah. cigarette country out there. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, good, good, <laughs> good picture. Like I said, it, a little bit divisive. We'll see what people think. But I, I love Jackie Brown. Everyone should seek it out and watch it if you've never seen it. Which means we're all the way, all the way back to Chrissy. Been waiting a long time. She picked her favorite movie of all time, Titanic, in the one spot. What do you need to go in round two, Chris? Justin, I think this is going to make you happy. <gasps> I think it will. I know that you would have loved it if I could have picked Boogie Nights, and it was on my list. Big clap of the hands to you, Hannah. But I'm going with Face Off. <gasps> oh. <laughs> I knew it. I love you. <laughs> great. great pick. Great pick. Hey, thanks. Yep. You know, the funny thing is, we did cover this on the podcast, but Face Off... On my birthday. Yes, on your birthday. Face Off is one of those movies that I didn't see specifically for our podcast, for our show. I I saw it way back when it actually came out. I taped it off of HBO on a VHS. Hello, via VHS. And I played it over and over and over again. And so this is a genuine film that I really like, not just picking it for popularity's sake. I think it's one of Nick Cage's best performances. His best. is his best performance, Chrissy. <laughs> kind of Number agree. one, top of the mountain. I kind of agree with that. And I mean, can you remember a time too when, um, oh gosh, John Travolta, was it was any better than this? Like, unless you're going to go all the way back to Saturday Night Fever, probably not. And so uh, this was just a, a fantastic, quintessential, crazy blow em up, great action, and yet wonderfully acted off the wall movie. I'd like to take his his face off. What does everyone think? Face off. I'll, I'll, I'll just say, when I mentioned that there were two movies that were tied in my heart, it was this one and Jackie Brown. So <laughs> I, I, I went with Jackie Brown hoping that Chrissy didn't like Face Off. I didn't get to hear y'all's episode on that, so I should have done my research. But um, but so be it. So be it. It's a great pick. Yeah, go, go back uh, and listen to our Face Off episode on my birthday. We had, uh, I think it was Chris Brayton. That was Chris. Yeah, I think it was Chris, Chris Brayton, was uh, Jeff Skinner, one of our other friends. We we got really drunk. We we pitched face off a bunch of face off two uh, <laughs> options. <laughs> I I love that movie. It's it's uh, it's number two on my mock draft list. And so, and so does our five year old. We showed it to her a tiny bit in passing, and she wanted to watch the whole thing. To which we were good parents and said no, but she was totally on board with the concept. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, great pick, Chrissy. But it's time for round three, which means you get another pick. What are you gonna go with? This was hard for me, you guys. It really was. You know how it is. Once you start getting in the weeds, you're, you're like, there's so many different things I could pick that I really love. Uh, especially when you your heart is just attached. But I'm gonna go with one that my heart is attached to, and I love, and I think is hilarious, and I can quote it line for line, pretty much the entire way through, and that's liar, liar. Ooh. Mm, good pick. Great movie. 
I know everybody loves Dumb and Dumber, and with good reason. It's a fantastic movie, and it's really, really funny. For me, Liar Liar is the Jim Carrey movie that I can Number quote. one? Number yeah. one on your Jim Carrey for, list? For me, it is. That I can quote, like I, like I mentioned earlier, that I genuinely love and enjoy. We'll watch every single time I run across it on cable. I'm like, oh, this is on. Cool. And I put it on in the background. And then just start mumbling the lines as I'm doing laundry or something. But I, I love this movie. You can't take it away from me. What do you guys think? Um, yeah, Good I pick. love it. I mean, I love Jim Carrey. Kind of like I was talking about with Quentin Tarantino. I, anything Jim Carrey's in, I love it. Whether it's slapstick or whether it's drama. Um, so I, it's definitely on my list. I probably would have tried to hold out a little bit later, but I, it's a great movie. Great pick. I'm surprised it lasted as long as it did. I, I was expecting it to go pretty early. So yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty good pick. You guys need to fight more. This is going too smoothly. We just all love each other. It's love. I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to fight, but I am totally with Chrissy on the fact that this, to me, is Jim Carrey. Like, this is his best performance, in my my opinion. Like, this is all him. He he kills this movie. And Maura Tierney's great. Like, every, every sub-character yeah. in this movie is hilarious. It's Jim Carrey... Unchained, unbridled Jim Carrey. They just let him do whatever he wanted to do, and I agree. It's like I think it, I think it might be his his best role, comedic role, specifically comedic role. Um, it, it says yeah. a lot for a movie when the the, the scenes in the credits I was just are, are, of are that. still just yes. as and sometimes funnier than the actual movie. I'm gonna bounce those babies like Sugar Ray Leonard. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think of my hair? Whatever distracts you from your face. <laughs> oh man, I hope it, I hope he has. A, I, I want a come like a comeback comedy from him. He's he's due for like a comeback comedy. So, uh, Chrissy knows my love of Dumb and Dumber. I think Liar Liar is fantastic as well. Good pick, Chrissy. Which means Thanks. Gerald, it's your round three pick coming up. What do you got, man? I don't know, man. I need like <laughs> ten minutes to go. <laughs> think about it sorry um no i know i i don't know if i should go action kind of like blockbuster action or if i should go horror for the first time uh nobody's mentioned horror movies and i have a couple that um that i really love that kind of close to my heart i'm gonna pick kind of similar to the jackie brown pick i think i'm gonna pick one that is wasn't as well received at the time but has grown legs over the last 20 years and is kind of Spoken of a little bit uh, in a better light now than it was back then, but I love this filmmaker as well, and I love this series as well, and I'll talk a little bit more about it after I get y'all's probably uh, shock and awe reaction <laughs> that, I, that I'm taking it in round three, but I'm going to take Scream 2, uh, the Scream sequel. Ooh. The Scream series is infamously um, controversial yeah. here in the draft. Why Scream 2 in round three, Gerald? Okay, well, um, okay, so Wes Craven and the guys, they had a daunting task of making a sequel to a classic, right? I mean, Scream redefined the horror genre. It, it could have stood alone. They'd never had to ever touch it again, and it would have been an iconic horror classic for the rest of time. Um, of course, they're going to make money. They put out, what was it, like three more of them. And actually, I liked all of them, to be honest, truth be told. Um, but... I feel like they were able to poke th fun at themselves in this movie. They were able to poke fun at sequels in general. They have a lot of scenes where they kind of talk crap about sequels. They're filming, uh, quote, stab, which is the 
um, fake movie based on what happened to Drew Barrymore and the other students in the original film. And I think that because they were so self-aware and they were kind of able to use the fact that they're cashing in and making a sequel as a joke to still kind of scare you at times throughout the movie. And I just, I just love the scream series, the scream franchise. I, like I said, I'm one of those people that likes all of them. I know Justin from Epic film guys agrees with me because <laughs> you, you, you guys gave him <laughs> shit for picking scream three and I thought it was a great pick. Um, but yeah, you know, one of my favorite scenes too, I'll mention real quick and then I'll let you guys respond. One of my favorite scenes from the entire franchise, it was very, like a lot of anxiety when, I don't know if you guys remember when Nev Campbell and her friend are in the backseat of that car. Yeah. And Ghost, and Ghostface is knocked out and he's unconscious and they have to, they can't get out of the car. So they have to literally like crawl into the front seat and crawl over his lap to escape. And it's, it takes what, five minutes and it's just like, you're so tense. It's so tense. You don't know if he's going to wake up. And then when they finally get out of the car and they turn around, he's gone. He's not in the car anymore. Um, that was that was one of my favorite scenes from the whole franchise. So I'll shut up about Scream 2 now, but I picked it just because I have a love for that that franchise. Gerald, I was about to say the same thing. It, that I love that scene. And, and this Scream, yeah. Scream 2, unfortunately, also has one of the, the scenes I hate the most out of the whole franchise, if anybody wants to guess. But... As a as a movie geek that that worked in a video store for for a lot of my youth, Randy's death in Scream Two, like I ju- <laughs> I jumped out of the chair in anger. I was so angry. Like I understand why yeah. it happened and it makes sense, but I was just like, no. You remember what happened, yeah. Chrissy? Got like snatched out of daylight into like a rape van and killed. Yeah. Oh, windowless white. I still haven't gotten over that. Oh, so yeah. sad. Yeah. I didn't want to see him go either, but yeah. What Hannah West? What do you think? <clears throat> well, uh, you Justin has given me flack in the past for uh, no, not watching the have first you, Scream, so I definitely have haven't you seen still the not second. finished really? the first Scream, Wes. So I actually started watching it, and then my wife was like, "Hey, I want to watch that with you because she loves it." And I'm like, okay. And then we got distracted and things happened. And then I kept waiting for her to watch it. And then the next thing you know, I still haven't seen it. Oh, Wes, so, uh, why? It's a classic, bro. Yeah. It's a classic. It, and I watch a lot of movies, so it's amazing that I haven't seen it. But I just... Uh, I mean, that's uh, that's one of those that... You, I mean, you got to see it, man. Especially somebody in, in your seat where you're reviewing movies week after week. That opening oh, yeah. sequence alone with Drew Barrymore. I mean, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to... Spo- okay. I have seen that. I mean, that just sets up the whole. I can't believe I can't believe somebody could start that movie and not want to finish. For you yeah. know, it's it's been it's I been did. a long time, Wes. You can go back and watch it without your. Just don't tell her, dude. That's what you do. You just don't tell her, and then you, be, yeah. you and just be like, hey, like months down the line, you can say, hey, you want to finish Scream? Wink. I've already finished it, but you you say that you say that in your head, <laughs> Chrissy. Scream two. I love Scream as in the original Scream. I remember liking Scream 2, but I can't remember particulars of what happened. Scream was one I watched on repeat and another one of those. that I can't remember every line, but I can recite a lot of it. And Scream 2, I can't. So I remember just, I'm going on emotion. Like, oh, good movie. Yeah. But couldn't tell you anything that happened. All right. Well... There you go. Scream two off the board, which means Hannah, you got your round three pick. What what are you gonna choose? Okay. Um I I'm surprised this didn't get picked, so I'm gonna scoop it up while I can. Um I'm going Oscar worthy this time around. I think this film was nominated for nine Oscars. Uh Best Supporting Actress and Best Adapted Screenplay. I'm going with yep. LA Confidential. Mm-hmm. Just watched it tonight. Was that your first time? 
No. No. Why LA Confidential, Hannah? I just think it's got a great story. Um, you know, like it what why can I not think of um the the departed. It, it kind of like gives me like departed vibes and I know that this came out before that, but I uh I am young. So, um I saw this movie recently. I just thought it was really interesting. I love the 1950s kind of theme, even though it's got he who must not be named in it. Um it's still got a great cast and yeah, great score critically and uh, audience. So that's my pick. Yeah, can I tell you guys something that's that's really funny? Is that I would have picked this sooner, but I'm I'm turned off by movies that he's in now. Isn't that weird? Like I have that on my list, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't want to pick it and have Hannah and Chrissy disconnect my call because <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. But I I don't know. It's just so it, it's really sad, honestly, if you think about it, because some of these movies are are just masterpieces and. Yeah. You know, even his performance in some of them, you can really are really standouts. But it's just such a kind of just a tragic thing that's happened with him. So I agree wholeheartedly. It was next on my list. Sorry, I, 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 was, I was about to say. You know what's even tragic? Living, growing up in L.A. and never seeing L.A. Confidential. Chrissy, can you discuss that? There's really nothing to discuss. <laughs> I never saw it. I wanted to, but I never did. And now that everything that's happened has happened, I'm like, well, there goes that opportunity. Oh, it's a good movie though. I think it's I think it's a good movie. It's it's hard. It's hard going back and looking at some of these movies. So um What year did American Beauty come out? <laughs> but but Hannah Hannah's going I mean she took fifth element with her round one pick, so she's not scared of Kevin Spacey apparently with her round three pick. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see. Wes, you got your your, your round uh three pick coming up. What do you got, man? <clears throat> There was a movie I was really hoping Hannah would pick because I didn't want to be in this dilemma that I'm in. I get the next two picks, right? Yeah. That's where I'm at? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That helps me out a little, but there were still three movies. So one of these movies I'm really hoping lasts till round five. Um, This pick is going to be controversial, but I've lauded this film so much. I talk about it all the time. In my opinion, it's one of the most underrated films uh, ever. It's kind of... (laughs) I guess I could consider it a guilty pleasure, but really shouldn't be. Um, I'm going with Contact. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Ro- Robert Zemeckis. Uh, here's the thing. The notes that made this movie are the same notes that made the movie Interstellar. It's this, the same guy. Uh, it was an astrophysicist, and they pulled the same notes. And while Interstellar is ultimately a better movie, I actually like the story in Contact better. And Robert Zemeckis has some amazing shots in contact. I've always been fascinated by this book and Carl Sagan stuff. And, um, I probably could have waited and got it later in the round, but I really wanted this film. So I'm glad it's still here. I'm glad I got it. It may be controversial, but I personally love it. So no controversy here. I would have picked it if I could. So, so you, you scooped me. That was great. I love contact and, Better, better than Interstellar. I, lo- I like Contact better than Interstellar oh, myself. So good. Like I kind of can't wait until my daughter is old enough to understand it better. I really do want her to see it and enjoy it and love it the way I did. I mean, what's not to love? It's got Jodie Foster. It's got this fantastic story and of of what happens once you you do kind of go beyond and and into space and and you know I, I really cried wholeheartedly when her dad died the whole bit you know and there's a brief Nazi reference like I'm on board. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, yeah, 
where they unscramble the signal and you're like, they have all the government officials in the room and like you start seeing a swastika from space and you're like, what? I think is my going heart on? stopped beating. I was watching it. I'm like, twist. Oh my God, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Man. <laughs> great, great pick, Wes. Contact in round three. Guys, it's, it's time for round four. Wes gets another pick after contact. What do you got, man? Ugh. Damn. Uh, all right. Well, the movie, I'm going to omit one movie. I've pretty much stayed on the popular blockbuster kind of scale, you know, the, the fan friendly movie. Um, so the movie that I really kind of want to pick, I'm just going to, you know, leave it up in the air and hopefully it'll be around round five. I doubt it. Um, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Austin Powers. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, it's uh, this. I mean, I was twelve Wes. when this came out. This was I. I was the target demographic when this movie came out, and I actually watched this movie for the first time. I was I went to a Baptist church, and my buddies all in the all so all in the youth group were like, "Hey, let's have a like one of those sleepover things." And we all went. Uh, to a friend's house and there was like a monitor there and he goes okay you guys pick a movie from the video store we all went and picked out like the buttercream gang or something but we also secretly rented awesome powers and we watched it and uh yeah there's a lot of I'm, I'm trying to get on the board it's a should I just say Austin Powers one? Justin I'm, is writing gibberish, guys. Yes, no, it wrote, says International Man of Mystery. Austin Powers, International is, Man of is, Mystery. I know, but is is that what it says? Is it? It really says Austin Dowers, and then it does not say it, Austin Dowers. <laughs> it really does. And then it was like until those, can't, those who cannot do criticize. You can't get all those. Actually, you can't get all those words in that. Do tiny you want me to try? Block. No, I don't. Actually, I want you to speak. okay. What what actually is my middle name? <laughs> <laughs> Austin Powers. There, that, that's a P. National Man of Mystery. See, that looks like mystery. Before it looked like into the moon. Why don't you worry more about your list and less about my draft board skills? I think people know Austin Powers when they see it. I could have put Austin Powers 1, but I tried to write as much as I can. I think people know the gist, Chrissy. Throw him a friggin' boon, Chrissy. Oh, that was a movie. I mean, I was in high school. That was one of those movies that everyone quoted until, like, existence forever. Forever. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that was so horrible. Shut up. <laughs> Shagging. Oh, man. Oh, Austin Powers. Great movie. Great pick, Wes, which means, Hannah, you got your round four pick. What you got? All right. Well, first of all, dang it. Because that was going to be my pick. And two quick yeah. things. Number one, my family was obsessed with Austin Powers, so much so that we went as the cast of Austin Powers for Halloween. And I was like, what? I was like six at the time that this movie came out. And uh, our family is all girls and my dad. So my dad was Dr. Evil. And they were like, hmm, who do we need to play Austin? Hannah. So um, they got these like this like fluffy blouse and like these platform shoes and they got stick on <laughs> they got stick on chest hair and um, we rocked it. We rocked it. And I that's pretty I awesome. I will never forget like my my uncle what uh, 
had remarried and we were going to meet his new wife for the first time at the airport back in the day when you could greet people at the actual gate. And my parents thought, you know, it'd be funny if we all dressed up in our outfits. (laughs) This woman had never seen Austin Powers, had no idea what we were doing, thought we were crazy people. And it's just always been one of my favorite stories ever. So there you go. Uh, Hannah Hannah picks or it didn't happen. Do you have photos of this? Oh, I do. Yeah, you we know gotta what? See I think I've that. posted one, but I will definitely share it with you guys gladly. Yes. <laughs> Hannah, I'm laughing so hard. I'm crying. <laughs> First of all, I already knew I liked you, but man, I like your family so much. That's awesome. And Justin, holy God, can we please dress up Brooklyn as Austin Powers or five and a half year old or something similar? Because that is amazing. And I want her to have this memory. <laughs> Oh man, that sounds amazing. So, uh, Hannah, what what you got for round four? Tell me. All right. Um, so solid pick, solid pick. I am gonna go animated. Um, I'm gonna go with my favorite Disney movie of all time, uh, Hercules. Mm. Because wow. Not only is it a great story, but I think it has one of the most underrated soundtracks of a Disney film ever. Um, Danny DeVito, I love your work. Hysterical. Um, just a solid movie. I, I love I Can Go the Distance, one of my favorite Disney songs. Um, just love the story. I was really into Greek mythology when I was little, so that movie just spoke to me and it, you know, it still holds up. Guys, what do you think? I never saw Good Hercules. Uh, yeah. You never saw Hercules, Chrissy? Nope, but I keep trying to convince <sighs> our kids to see it Jeez. so I can watch it like by association and they keep shooting me down. Is it on Netflix? Yes. I think and every time I see it, I'm like, hey guys, do you guys want to watch Hercules? And they're like, no. I'm like, but Brooklyn, I think you'd really like it. No. I'm like, but I want to watch it. No. So they won't let me see it. Oh, man. <laughs> Wes, uh, Gerald, Hercules. Yeah, I recently I recently watched this with my four year old. Actually, it's probably about two or three months ago, and he really enjoyed it. And it was good to re rewatch it. It probably the first time I'd seen it in over ten years. But like she said, it still holds up. I mean, you can't go wrong with Disney. I mean, they're all they're all feel good classics. So uh, good pick. Yeah, I I haven't seen it in a really long time, but I mean that's that's Disney Renaissance era. So I mean, it's really hard to go wrong with with the Renaissance. Uh, time frame. So I, I, yeah. I think finally this year, because there's been lots of people asking, we, we, we need to do a, maybe a Disney animated fantasy movie draft, Chrissy. Wouldn't it be On awesome? Oh, that would be great. Wouldn't it be awesome. So uh, good pick, Hannah, which means, Gerald, you got your round four pick, sir. What are you going with, man? All right, listen, guys. So we're getting into the wild card bunch for me personally. Um, all the ones that I would say are like excellent films have already been mentioned or taken. So what I'm going to do, because I don't want Chrissy to steal this one from me again, because <laughs> she stole face off from me. So I'm going to go ahead and take another Nicolas Cage classic in Con, Con Air. Oh, man. <laughs> How do I live without you? <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, the only reason I'm taking it, the only reason I need to give is just the mullet. I'm taking it for his haircut <laughs> in that film. Uh, I don't know anything about the plot. I don't know what happens, but just the haircut blowing in the wind on the runway is the number one reason why I took that movie. Um, but the real reason is John Malkovich, Steve Buscemi uh, as villains. Just yeah. I mean, Ma- Malkovich is a powerhouse actor, and 
you know, one of the most iconic scenes that I can just vividly see in my mind when I think about this movie is when he holds the stuffed bunny and he points a gun at the bunny's head and he said, move and the bunny gets it, you know, um, just a deranged, deranged lunatic. Right. And that's, he plays it so well. And, um, uh, what was the movie with Clint Eastwood? He did that as well in the line of fire. He also played that kind of same role, but I love Malkovich. I love Con Air. I mean, it's kind of a guilty pleasure flick. It wasn't, it's not amazing. Critics didn't love it. It didn't win any awards, but it's just a lot of fun. You know, it was just a fun action movie. So, uh, it was when it was before Nicolas Cage kind of fell off the cliff too. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Southern Cage. It was next on my list. He's got a, he's, oh. he's got the the weirdest Southern accent in that movie. Chrissy, I, do, yeah. do you remember? It's, you remember it's horrible. You, remember, Chrissy, give me a Southern uh, Con Air Cage accent. Oh, I can't. Do, come on, that's a pretty tall. <laughs> Wes, I, Wes, you got one. What what, what what do you sound like? I can't even remember what he sounded like. Either. Honestly, I just remember uh, it was bad, and he was yes. probably talking something like this. Give me the bunny. I mean, it, it was, was horrible. It bunny. was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, Justin's got a good I, impression. Justin, do it again. He's like, give me the bunny. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that is like, real That's slow it. like that. I said, put the bunny back in the box. I feel like the casting director was just like, find the weirdest looking people you can find to put in this movie because you got Cage, you got Malkovich, <laughs> like yeah, uh, Buscemi, yeah. Buscemi, yeah. You got like the the whole weird brat pack going, going oh, on. So yeah, so, uh, yeah. so Trejo, so good. We we talked about it on our face face off. I mean, we talk about him all the time. He's on our Mount Rushmore of actors on our podcast. But Cage, that that uh, three years or was it two years? He had The Rock, Con Air, and Face Off all in a row. It's right, like right. That's right. like M- that's like NBA Jam. Like you're on fire level of uh, talent going on with those three movies. So I respect the pick. I love the movie, Gerald. Good pick, which means solid. Chrissy. We're at the end of round four. You got your fourth round pick. Mm-hmm. Don't disappoint me. What you got? Well, I wouldn't be true to myself if I didn't pick at least one romantic comedy. And and there were several this year. So I'm going to go with My Best Friend's Wedding, mm. who, which is, mm. in my mind, inherently watchable even as many years later as it is now. Um, I forgot when I last saw it. It wasn't long ago, but it was on TV and I was folding laundry because I'm a mom. And it was on, and and my kids literally sat and watched the entire last hour with me. You know when you can capture the attention of a five-year-old and two-year-old, and they're asking you questions going, what's going to happen? Is he going to pick her? Is he going to pick Cameron Diaz? Is she chasing him in a bread truck? That It's a good flick. Uh, But me also having seen it, I think, chronologically when I did, because I am older than Hannah. <laughs> and I was like right at the age where, you know, you start becoming boy crazy and, you know, everything is a love triangle and you're like, not Hannah could have been Hannah could have been boy crazy at, at age six? 6. You don't know I, her yeah, life. Know. You don't know her past. She sounded pretty wholesome in her Austin Powers costume. <laughs> <laughs> right? So Think of all the dudes she could pick up with her Austin Powers costume at age 6. <laughs> So as a, as a late middle schooler, early high schooler, and by the way, late bloomer, you watch this movie and you're like, this could be my life later on. When I get older, I'm going to be a food critic. I'm going to write for the New York Times or whatever she wrote for. I think it was Chicago. And I'm going to have a boy that I'm going to love and chase and he's going to pick me. Oh, wait, no, he's not. He's going to pick the blonde girl. That's fine. That's when I start dyeing my hair. So the question is, uh, my, my best friend's wedding, is this the height of Julia Roberts' powers? 
you know, in my opinion, yes, I think a lot of other people would disagree and say that Pretty Woman was more the height of her Julia ness. Mm-hmm. But for me, yes, this is this is quintessential Julia. Are, are you agreeing over there, Hannah? What are your thoughts? I do agree. Um, this movie is always so confusing to me because I feel like. I love this movie, but I feel like everyone in it is so inherently terrible. Like, I hate they everybody are. <laughs> in this movie except for Rupert Everett. Like, there is nobody good in this movie. And even Cameron Diaz, like, with her terrible, I just don't know what to do. To it's do. like, oh, myself. Shut up. Um, but for some reason, <laughs> I love watching it. I love watching train wrecks. So... Yeah, this is a, a quintessential Julia Roberts for me too, and have always loved this movie. What, what do you guys? What do you dudes think about my best friend's wedding? Uh, this was a constant watch for me. I would get a Ben and Jerry's, and I would I would cuddle up <laughs> in my snuggie, and uh, I watched it all on? the time. Yeah, I uh, I would cry typically. It looked a lot like the scene in Dumb and Dumber where they're both in bed crying to the to the AT and T commercial. It was like, nah, I've actually never seen this this movie. What? Oh, really? Yeah. What? Oh, Chrissy, would, would you? Uh, would you oh, wait? Actually, what? No, no, never mind. I haven't. I was I was getting this and Runaway Bride mixed up. I have seen that. No, Runaway Bride is not seen. nearly as good as this. Well, uh, no, I was about to say, Wes, if you want a future VA, VHS episode with my best friend's wedding, I know Chrissy yes. will probably there talk about go. that movie with you. Is reserved. All the movies I haven't seen, I've basically decided I am not going to watch them until somebody picks them because I know inevitably they will be picked. So it's well, it's on the, it's on the big it's on the big ass via VHS list. I know that. I mean, if it doesn't move you to watch Julia Roberts and Cameron Diaz, maybe it will move you to know that this was uh, a movie that Paul Giamatti had a very tiny role in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's that's what gets me going right there. That's what gets me going. <laughs> Gets me sideways. He's like sold. T- Tiny Giamatti scene sold. I'm in. You never uh, know. Great. There's uh, great soundtrack. There's some great musical moments in that movie. That's what I love about it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, say a little prayer for you. Even even though Julia Roberts is terrible, you love her. It's so. It's, oh, I love her so much. It's great. So uh, great pick, Chrissy. Wes needs to see it. Uh, Gerald, have you seen My Best Friend's Wedding? I have. It's been many, many years, but it was a lot of fun. I, I'm a I, I'm a sucker for rom coms, so you know Julia Roberts was do, was the rom com queen back then. So I th- it, it was a fun flick. I think it was when her teeth were at the widest. Like I was really jealous of her yeah. teeth in that movie. Prime <laughs> like beauty in this movie. She just looks oh, so naturally so gorgeous. Ooh, Aaron Brockovich though. Oh uh, no, game. she's she's better in my best friend's wedding. Yeah. So uh, I uh, I, li- I like this might be controversial. I like Julia, but I'm a I'm a Sandy. I, I like Sandra Bullock. I, 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 I'm right there with you. I, 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 I like take her both. in the rom coms. They're both. I love them both. There's, I'm a Meg Ryan. There's, there's room myself, in my heart like for all. While these. you were sleeping, come on. Yeah, while you were sleeping, we, we, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, we just did that, Chrissy. While you were sleeping, we did. So that's my mom's favorite movie of all time. <laughs> wow. We should have had your mom on our show. There you go. So uh it's great. Guys, you know what? It's already wild card round time. Round five. It's our last round of this draft. It's time to to dig deep to uh to get yeah. that, that, that that fifth movie on your team. Chrissy. Yeah. You got your last pick coming up. I do. What do you got? So 
There are one, two, three, four, five, six movies that were vying for this position, all of which I genuinely love, I think are great, and I would be shocked if they don't end up on your lists, respectively. That said, for my fifth pick, and I don't think anybody's going to pick it, but I don't care because I love it so effing much. Oh, God. It's Anastasia. Oh, oh man. Chrissy thought you were going to pick this earlier with your animated spiel. Well, well, when Hannah first said, she's like, okay, guys. So (laughs) my pick for round four is an animated movie. I literally stopped breathing and I reached across this one microphone we're sharing and clutched Justin right in his goddamn heart and went, (laughs) and he, and he stopped and he was like, shh. And then we heard and I was like, okay, okay, okay. I can breathe. He doesn't know my choices, by the way. He just knew in, in, instantly when you said that that I was threatened by you possibly picking Anastasia. I'm, I don't know anyone who loves this movie as much as you love this movie. I'm obsessed <laughs> with this movie. I love this movie. Like, if we were going just by pure love of movies, it would have been my number two. I look at, love look at my this bottom movie. two. Look at my bottom two what on my list. Two? Anastasia. <laughs> That's awesome. So Nobody's going to pick that one. I don't care. So, so this was not only my favorite movie, or not favorite, obviously Titanic, but uh, one of my favorite movies. But all of my friends at this period of time in my life, we all love this movie. No joke, this is going to sound super sad now, but it was fun at the time. We used to sit in our car, parked in a parking lot after we'd like see a movie and have Starbucks, and we would just put on the Anastasia soundtrack and start singing along. And I would lament that it wasn't a Broadway musical, and now it is. And can we talk about Dimitri for a second? Because he's the hottest animated character in all time, voiced by John Cusack. Let, let me prove a point here, and then we'll see how this works. How many of you three have seen Anastasia? I've seen it. Of course. Okay. I've mm-hmm. seen it, but it's been a long time. Damn. GFY, Justin. <laughs> I think it's a good pick. Well, Hannah, what do you think? Anastasia? Um, I will say that Chrissy, at the beginning of this game, we were just strangers starting out on a journey. <laughs> Never dreamed <laughs> we'd have to go through. But now here we are, and I'm standing at the beginning with you. Yes, I freaking love Anastasia. How could you not? You have bar talk? I mean, Anastasia's alive? How can you not love this little bat? He's like the cutest and, thing ever. Um, and then I'd great, kick her, sir. Yeah, great villain. Meg Ryan, excellent. Oh my God, Hannah, let's be best friends. All right. Um, have you, uh, I, 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 I haven't seen Anastasia in a really long time, so I can't remember all the similarities, but have y'all heard the whole thing about Ray in The Force Awakens and her arc is extremely similar to Anastasia and I there's like a lot of similarities? But I'm on board. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, I I need to send it to you. I can't remember them all right now, but I've read an article about it, and they brought up some pretty compelling points oh my God. that Ray is a lot like Anastasia. So there you go. My Justin, fa- I just became 200% more interested in Star Wars, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Anastasia off the board. Chrissy, there you go. Uh, Gerald, you got your last pick of the draft. What do you yeah, got? What do you yeah. got? What do you got, man? Well, this is killing me, bro. Um, cause it is definitely a, just a mixed bag here, but I am going to reach in the bag and pull one out here. I'm going to do a, a rom-com of a different color and it's another one of my favorite filmmakers. So again, I'm drawn to make this pick because of the filmmaker more than maybe the specific movie. However, I'm going to go with 1997's Chasing Amy by Kevin Smith. Uh... I um 
by the way, I'll just, our, our, our our thoughts and prayers go out to Kevin Smith. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Thank, oh, yeah, thank God sure. thank God he survived that. By the way, Chrissy, did you see that he went to Glendale Aventus after he had his heart heart attack? I had a baby there. No, but that's awesome. Great hospital. Uh and good job for saving his life. Why why did you pick it uh, with your last pick, Gerald? Well, you know, really, this is Kevin Smith. I mean, I love him. Uh, I want to say this was maybe his third movie. I, I don't have it in front of me, but I know it was one of his earlier ones. And yep, third movie. You know, I mean, Ben Affleck was great in it. Jason Lee was probably the best part in it, as far as comic relief as Banky. He was just, you know, they were the comic book writers, and it was just, you know, it was a weird love story. It probably wouldn't play as well in 2018 because he's basically trying to turn a lesbian straight, and you know. It's not, I mean, it, it was very um, unique at the time, and it was very Kevin Smithish at the time. The comedy was the same, the quips were the same, the one liners were what we were used to from Clerks and Mallrats. And um, I don't know, it, it was fun, it was lighthearted, and it, it had an indie feel to it. It was, an, it, it was like it was an indie romantic comedy, and, and the fact that it had Kevin Smith's writing behind it really sold me on it, and I loved it when it came out, and I still do. I own it on Blu ray, so. Um. Yeah, Kevin Smith. I had to go for it. Hannah, Wes. I have never seen this movie. <gasps> it, it's been a really long time for me. Chris, I've seen it, but it's been a while. Chrissy, uh, this one is also on our watch list. This is on our wall. We own this movie, and you still haven't seen it. Yet another reason Hannah and I need to be friends. Yes, <laughs> no, I have not seen it. Uh, yeah, I love Chasey Amy. It's it's usually the one. It, it's it's probably the most highly uh, regarded. Uh, unless it's Clerks, uh, a lot of people. Clerks and Chasing Amy are usually at the top of people's list for for his movies. So yeah, I, th- I think, and I agree. I think what you're trying to say is it's it's more like uh, critically received. You know, like it was it was mentioned for some awards during award season and things like that for Kevin Smith. Whereas none of his other movies have ever done that. So if that's what you mean, I agree with you 100. percent Yep. 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 Good pick, uh, Gerald. With your last pick, Chasing Amy, which means Hannah, you got your last pick of the draft. What are you going with? Okay, I'm stoked that this is still around. I mean, I guess I'm not surprised, but um, I'm going with this. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. I think I could recite it from beginning to end, and I mid-draft remembered that this is a 97 film, so I am going with the cult, classic, hilarious Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Mm-hmm. I, I just pointed it out on my list. I'm like... He called it. Oh... <laughs> I yeah, love, I love Romy and Michelle. Go ahead, Hannah. Tell us about your love of Romy and Michelle. Okay. Um I I don't know like what I don't even know where to begin. I, I've watched it a million times. I love, love, love Lisa Kudrow and Mira in this movie. They play off each other so well. I love that they still like reference it from time to time, even now. Um and I love that not a lot of people, it, it's kind of bizarre. Like, I feel like people either know it and love it or they've never heard of it. Um, so it's it's really fun. Uh, I invented post-its is like a classic <laughs> quote in, between my sisters and I. Or especially like if I pull out my phone, if anyone needs to make a call, I've got a phone. Like, just like, all, it's always on the brain. So love this movie so much. I'm so happy I get to draft it. One of one of my favorite dance uh, sequences of all time in film in <laughs> yes. Romeo and Michelle, as well. So, uh, Chrissy, you're you're a Romeo and Michelle fan as well, right? I haven't really seen it. 
What does that mean, Chrissy? It means I've probably seen pieces of it, like it comes on HBO, and I'm like, okay, cool, I'll watch this for 20 minutes. But that- Just, Justin, you guys are supposed to be doing a podcast getting her to watch movies, bro. Uh-huh. Like- <laughs> well, it's hard when she's got a, the short-term memory of Dory from Finding Nemo. That's kind of true. Uh, she can see something like and not really see it at all. So I, nice to meet you. I, we've talked about this movie, Chrissy. I remember the Post-its reference. Oh, God. Here's, this is going to sound bad. From Mira Sorvino, Sor- Sorvino specifically. I remember Wise Girls better than I remember this movie. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Okay, that's going to the top of our watch list. <laughs> this is a, this is a problem. She like lie, like I th- lie, not lie, but I thought she. We we talk about this movie all the time. I thought we do. You lie about it. What? Wes, I'm pissed off at her. We're gonna move on. Hannah, amazing <laughs> pick. I love it. I lost Good pick. Wes, Wes, you got the, the final pick of the entire <sighs> draft here. There's a ton. Dude, my fifth, the fifth movie on my list has still not been taken. I know I've got a Same. I've got crazy like love of movies, and I like some movies people don't love, but there's a, lot, there's a lot left on the board. What do you got, man? <sighs> this may be controversial. This may come back to bite me. Um, but I've already went sci-fi twice, so I'm not going to go that route. Um, you can probably deduce what I was going to pick. Uh, but the movie earlier when I said I was really conflicted and I almost picked it like round three and four, but I thought that's ah, not going to be around, but all well, but it's still there. It's still there. And so I have to pick it. Uh, I'm going as good as it gets. Yes. Ooh. It's look, the, <laughs> the characters are so rich. Jack Nicholson's great in it. Helen Hunt's great in it. Greg Kinnear's great in it. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s great in it. Um, it won Oscars, I know. I think it won it did. It, best best actor in a leading role, yeah, and and best actress in a leading role. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, won both. So, I've always loved this movie. I actually watched it recently. I think over Christmas, uh, my wife's family was watching it, and I was like, "Man, this movie is really, really good." And just the journey of Jack Nicholson in the movie from being a complete asshole to just kind of an asshole <laughs> uh, is is great. So. Um, yeah, I mean, can I say what I was going to pick since it's the last pick? Yeah. Sure, go ahead. I, I, I was going to go Starship Troopers. That was, I, I really was. That, yeah. was, that was my number five. That was what I was talking yeah. about. I, uh, it, it should have, I definitely could have put it in that spot, but I, I really like this movie, and now it makes my list a little bit more eclectic. So I'm sticking with it as good as it gets. Good choice. Uh, I think it's a good choice. So um, we'll get to honorable mentions in a second, but let me go over the board for everyone. So uh, everyone's in the know. So Chrissy, yeah, you've got Titanic, Face Off, Liar Liar, My Best Friend's Wedding, and Anastasia. There was never a more Chrissy list. Truly, there were no. There's no pandering there. I f- I feel like I did a good thing. Uh, Gerald, you got Goodwill Hunting, Jackie Brown, Scream Two, Con Air, and Chasing Amy. It's 10 out of 10 there, brother. Uh, Hannah, you have The Fifth Element, Boogie Nights, L.A. Confidential, Hercules, and Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. And Wes, you have Men in Black, Air Force One, Contact, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, and As Good As It Gets. What does everybody think? I'm happy. Great, great list. I mean, there's 20 great movies. I agree. I mean, yeah. there's, not a, there's not a movie that was mentioned by anybody today that I was like, oh, that's shit. I mean, I liked every movie that, that you guys mentioned. So, a great mm-hmm. list. 
I really agree. I, I feel like this is anyone's game. It just kind of depends on what your taste is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, yeah, this is truly not a, a draft or night. And I've seen a few where you look at it and you're like, what was so-and-so thinking? This isn't that, that <laughs> day. It's because it's so deep. 97. So deep. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm, lo- I'm looking at the list. Oh, man. There's some good ones still there. True. I mean, we could yeah, almost like we could almost do a round six. Right, yeah, we really yeah, could. So let since I didn't get to draft, let me let me tell you what what are the top ones that you guys didn't draft. You already said Starship Troopers, yep. uh, Wes. Uh, the game I think is a fantastic underrated Fincher film. Um, it was uh, tops. Okay. I here's here's one that's controversial that but that I love. Uh, the Devil's Advocate with Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves. I almost lo- took that fifth. I l- almost took that. I love that movie. Uh, Event Horizon, also another one from '97 that I love. Um, what else we got? I know. Uh, I know what you did last summer. In and Out. I know Chrissy I loves In and Out a lot. Out. What, what what else you got on your honorable mention list, guys? Uh, one a little gem that I that I personally just love. I own it, and when it came out, it just it didn't do very well at the box office or critically. But I love Bill Murray, so they he did the Man Who Knew Too Little, <laughs> yeah. which was a where he was like kind of a dumb James Bond. Um, but I love that movie so much. Gross Point Blank um, was ninety seven. Donnie Brasco was another mm. one I had on my honorables with Johnny Depp and Pacino, and you already mentioned um, Devil's Advocate as well. Yeah. Uh, conspiracy theory was one yes. that was pretty high for me. Uh, yes, Mel I like conspiracy theory. I love that movie, and I, I think it's a big deal for me, especially that I'm glad I didn't pick it. It didn't deserve to be picked, but uh, it, it is surprising to me that the Lost World didn't get picked yeah. because yes, it is Spielberg I still. I agree. Yeah. It yeah. was on my list yeah. because I just wanted to compete, but I didn't love it, and yet I was yeah. sure it would end up on somebody's list. It has that great scene in the in the camper where it's dangling over the cliff, but other than that, the movie is kind of, uh, you know. Hannah, what you got? Honorable mentions. Um, I had Waiting for Guffman. Um, yep. I had The Full Monty. Oh I yeah, had Batman Crap. and Robin, which you know is uh, of course terrible, <laughs> but full of ice puns. Um, and Alien Resurrection. Oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> Chrissy, at the bottom of my list, one of your favorite movies. I, I thought you were going to take it round five. Selena. Selena. Oh, yeah. Anything for Good. Selena. I like Selena. I lo- this is another one of those. If it's on, I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. It's on. <laughs> what else did you not pick, Chris? Fools rush in. Oh God! I, I don't care. You got some explaining to do. <laughs> I don't care. I love it. Already mentioned, but conspiracy theory: volcano. So yeah. terrible! It's hilarious and wonderful. Dante's Peak. Not not Dante's Peak. No. Is everyone volcano over Dante's Peak? Right. For me, yes. That's, that's no. Yes. That's a yes. no. Yeah. What? No. What? Mm-mm. Dante's Peak. What? Really? No. Yeah. Yes, and by the way, Justin, to be, I remember. to be loyal to you and because I love it myself, the game. The Rainmaker, which I know drives Justin crazy because I love this movie and will just randomly <laughs> quote it or randomly bring up something that happened in it. And he's like, God damn it, Chrissy, with The Rainmaker. But I love that movie. And what else do I have? In and Out, per- Picture Perfect with Jennifer Aniston, and yes, Starship mm-hmm. Trippers. Uh, Anac- so uh, Anaconda, Private Parts, Booty Call, G.I. Jane. Uh, came out in '97. Oh yeah, Airbud, one of our one of our live action animal <laughs> movies that that we sh- 
Speed 2, Chrissy? Why didn't you pick Speed 2 Cruise Control? Because <laughs> I oh. loved it when it came out, but then I grew a brain. <laughs> oh, man. We're just saying there, there were a lot of great 1997 movies, guys. And uh, I, think this, I think this draft board shows uh, a good portion of them. I can't wait to see how this goes in the voting. Like I said, if you're listening, make sure you go to our, our polls when they come out and vote for your favorite team of five films. Um, and whoever, so the two top vote getters in 1997, our semifinal round will advance to our finals, which will be 1999. So Mm. two of you guys will go up against the two people from 98 in the 1999 finals. And then at the end, we'll have a a champ of all the 1990s in terms of fantasy movie drafts. So yay. Yay. Good luck, everybody. Um, yeah, good luck, guys. So let's uh, th- thanks to all you guys um, for doing this, especially you guys on the on the East Coast. They're staying up late. Gerald, where can we find yourself and your podcast online, sir? Well, listen, man. Thanks for having me. It was fun to be back. We did ninety two last time, ninety seven this time. Hopefully, we get to chat again in the future. But uh, you, it, real easily, you can just go find us at blazingcariboustudios.com. We're in that network over there, and then you can follow us on Twitter at two peas on a pod, but it's been a blast. And I really thank you and Chrissy for having me on, man. It's a pleasure. Yay. Thanks, Gerald. Appreciate it. Go, go check out his amazing podcast. Hannah, where can we find you online? Oh, you can find us everywhere. Um, <laughs> you can find us at orbitaljigsaw.com. That's our uh, network. There's a lot of great shows there. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Film Roast Show. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Film Roast. Yay. 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 <laughs> uh, and Hannah's got Hannah. You have some uh, some homework to do. You still have to see Showgirls, right? I do, <laughs> I do. Yes. Hey, so if if anyone hasn't uh, read some of Hannah's live tweetings of movies she's never seen before, I check love those. By ch- the way. Check out her tweets. Yeah. She needs to see Showgirls for the first time and live tweet it for us. Uh, thank you, Hannah, and good luck. Thanks, which guys. means Wes. You're in the fourth spot. Where can we find you in via VHS and all your greatness online, sir? Oh, well, of course, I'm part of the Podfix Network as well. So podfixnetwork.com. Uh, via VHS is on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all the good places. Uh, thank you guys for having me on again. I really appreciate it. Always an honor to be on the Fantasy Movie Draft. Um, yeah, real quick plug if I can. Starting season two, uh, this coming week, got some really good shows coming up and the eighties movie tournament is starting really soon. So yeah. What what? Vote vote Hill, Hill Valley bracket. Yeah. 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 You got that one seed. I know you did. Uh it's gonna be a great eighties tournament. Uh my choices in the Hill Valley bracket were Back to the Future and the Goonies, Chrissy. So good luck to those movies. Good luck to Wes. Uh, thank you for joining us, sir. Chrissy? Yes. Where can we find you and your lovely self online? Just me or both of us? Uh, <laughs> I am I would hope you would think I was lovely as well. Where can you I find do. both of us? I do. Well, if you're listening to this podcast, ideally you have found us, either on Apple Podcasts or perhaps even on uh, Spotify. But I will say that we are also on Twitter and Facebook at MovieGeekCast, same for Instagram, and me. Or maybe not. We might also be on Snapchat and our five-year-old manages that account. But that makes it really fun to follow. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the biggest thing again, everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for all the competitors tonight for, for participating. Everyone go to the polls and pick your favorite team. Next week is super exciting, guys. Like I'm super excited for it because it's a milestone, Chrissy. I don't know if you know, know this. I don't know if you're keeping it up, but we've been doing this uh, podcast off and on since 19... No, not 19. What am I saying? What are you saying? 2009. <laughs> we didn't even meet. We started this podcast in 2009. We took a break, but next week we're hitting episode 200. I know. Two, mm. two zero zero. It's amazing that we made this far. Milestone. And Congratulations. Um, we, we are covering a double feature next week. One movie which will astound everyone that we haven't covered yet, that Chrissy has not seen yet. I don't even know what it is. She doesn't even remember. We still have to see it. But uh, if you know me, if you know our podcast, when you figure out one of these movies that we're doing next week, you're gonna blow. it's going to blow your mind. So we, we, we've saved it for a while. Chrissy's been off and on as to if she saw it or not. So uh, it's going to be exciting, guys. Stick around next week. It's going to be lots of fun. We have a couple of our favorite guests coming over to talk about two great films from the 80s. So, again, thanks for listening, and we'll see everyone next week. This was a podcast from the PodFix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.